Hello and welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. Man, I, th- I, sa- I think I sounded like Peter Brady there for a second. I said, hello. <laughs> 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 welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzina of um, MetabolicMasterpiece.com. Joined by my co-host, the Pancake Man, Brian Cron from BrianCron.com. Before we That's go right. on the show here, we're a few minutes late getting on the podcast here because Brian was cooking up some wicked protein pancakes. He's going to have to share that recipe with us soon. Um, I'm dying to hear all about it. It just sounds sounds delicious. But uh, bro, how the hell Yo. are you doing? Oh, man, I had my pancakes, dude. I, I couldn't be better. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm on a pancake high. So you're tweaking that recipe, and it's uh, it's coming along well. Uh, so a few more <laughs> tweaks, do you figure, before you, you unleash it on the public? Oh, man, now like now that I'm mixing in like a little bit of banana and some PB2 into the mix, like it's just my shit is gourmet. It's <laughs> I, I would pay $20 a serving for these. So I expect the listeners to you know pay that much as well. Is it that good? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Protein pancakes, protein crepes. I mean, one of it's one of my staples. I I yeah. absolutely love it. Delicious, pretty easy to prepare. And yeah. Uh, oh yeah, us bros, we're becoming yeah. we're becoming good cooks nowadays. Hell yeah. <laughs> so how's life been? What's been going on? Well, life is good. I went to Cirque du Soleil last night, and uh, holy Christ, I got to work on my mobility. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive shit watching those guys. It just it blows me away and some of them are they're muscular they're fit athletic individuals but <laughs> damn, it's surprising to see what the hell they do you think well man I, I i can deadlift i can bench i can do some pull-ups i should be able to do something that resembles what they're doing but just mind-blowing what they do with their physiques yeah i felt a little ripped off though because they had this one thing where the guy is about i don't know he's probably about 150 i don't know 100 feet in the air and he's balancing on like on one finger and I'm like, but he's he's wearing a safety wire, and I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, I if you know, I want to see no safety net, man. I want to see full on, just you know, one slip, and this guy's <laughs> this guy's done. That, that's that's Cirque du Soleil. Oh no, then that that'll be uh, it'll be a whole new Batman and Robin thing, isn't that how poor Robin's parents died and the whole the the what? flying trapeze and they fell no net and boom. That's Robin's really. That's Robin's. That's Robin. I think that's his dark story. I'm oh, pretty that's... sure. I'm sure <laughs> one of the geeky listeners on this call is going to correct me. But I... so, wait a minute. Wait. So Batman's parents get like murdered by, you know, muggers or, or you know, tragically in front of them, and Robins die in like a circus accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy shit. Yeah. Well, I don't know who okay. comes up with that stuff, but damn Marvel. Yeah, but then it was good. Then I went out and I saw I saw Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones. He was in town, and you know, I went. Yeah, I was at a bar, and and he happened to be there, and, and fucking Luke Perry too, man, from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Oh, right on! <laughs> oh my goodness, those were the days. Oh yeah, man. I I, had, I I saw Luke Perry. I I barely slept after that. I was just so. <laughs> How's he looking? <laughs> Looks like a fucking bum, man. No kidding. Was, oh, totally. So was, it's all right. Neil Patrick Harris, too bad. He was at the house. He was drinking. Oh, right so, on. He was pretty cool. He's yeah, a good my, entertaining guy. Shit. Yeah, yeah, he was really gracious, too. He was cool. Excellent. Um, he actually yeah. he did a good job with the Oscars this year, or whatever the hell it was that he was on, one of those shows he hosted. I think it was the Oscars. Yeah. The Academy yeah, I, Awards. I didn't, I didn't get nominated for anything. I just saw I didn't watch. <laughs> I think they briefly mentioned our podcast on there. <laughs> so good night. That sounds yeah. awesome. 
And we got, yeah, so how's your training going, my friend? Uh, training's going excellent. Absolutely loving it. So, so for those new to our show or um, haven't, uh, haven't been keeping up on, on what my training's been like, uh, I did 16 weeks of the like bro split type stuff, body part split routines and um, fantastic results with that. And then uh, three weeks ago, made a shift to some higher frequency training, um, just a, a different challenge for my body. And I decided to do an upper lower split, hitting the gym six days a week. Nice. So um, the first two days, the upper body, lower body, it's more strength focused, uh, two exercises per body part. So upper day, like two chest, two back, two shoulder exercises um, in the five to six rep range. And then the second day, um, do like four or five sets of squats, then deadlifts in the five to six rep range. And uh, then day two, day, th- I mean, sorry, day three, day four, it's more higher rep stuff, utilizing like myo reps. And um, again, <laughs> I love freaking myo reps. Um, hitting... So again, two exercises per body part, chest, shoulders, back on day three. And then with legs, since it's a, it's a kind of a, the, the leg workout flies by on that day. So we throw in biceps, triceps there. And then um, day five, day six, it's kind of moderate rep range, right around the eight rep mark. Um, and we work in some drop sets in there as, as well. So it's going really well. We're really enjoying it. Tom Venuto was asking about my my feedback on it, how it's been going for me recently as well, and trying trying to compare it to um, like other training methods. Like, is it better? Do I think it's better than body part splits? And like, he knows that I've incorporated a variety of different training splits in my routine. And um, I mean, he knows. I mean, they all they all freaking work. Um, he's just wondering, <laughs> yep. just wondering if any worked a little. If I noticed that any work, my body responded better to certain ones than others. Or like just from a, a mental perspective as well, like the, are some more enjoyable? Um, I, we're really loving the split right now. I think maybe just because it's a break from the high volume stuff per workout because yep. it's still pretty high volume. Like at the end of the week, we're getting a lot of volume in our in our overall training, um, but it's not all in one workout where we're really abusing stuff, abusing yeah. each muscle and then um, moving on to a different body part. So like right now, it kind of summed it up. Uh, my workout partner asked him how he's feeling. It's like at the end of the upper body day, the heavy lifting day. So you do two chest exercises and like, you're good. You got a nice, a good pump. You're feeling great. And he, uh, Rick looked at me. He's like, man, yeah, you know, if we, this was perfect. If we did just one more exercise, I could tell that I start feeling a little achy. Um, other muscles might start to take over. And, um, so it's pretty, it's just kind of nice. You just, you hit that muscle enough. Um, but you don't, overdo it and then you move on to the next body part and the next day you're fresh like you don't like you feel that just that little bit it's not a soreness it's just like you know you worked your muscle um so you kind of always feel a little tight in the muscles like like that good tight feeling like your shirt you feel like i got a little pump on all the time um i just i'm really enjoying it i'm really really enjoying it so it's been a a pretty eye-opening experience my body's responding well my joints feel great um but it's just it's fantastic. It's it's really really good. When I say it's it's better than anything else, I think it's just the the best thing about it is yeah. it's change. It's it's a break from my usual routine. So I think the real test is going to be well, how do I feel after sixteen weeks? Because I felt really really good the first eight to ten weeks on the body part split routine as well. 
<clears throat> and then you start to feel it starts to catch up to you a little bit. So yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll see if this catches up to us over the long term, or if we still have the same level of enjoyment. Right now, I'm thinking this this is a phenomenal split. Like I'm loving it. Yeah. And, and like like I said, we're six days a week, and it doesn't feel like we're six days a week. It's not like we never dread going to the gym. Like I look forward to getting to the gym. I think this split allows you to get into the gym more often and want to get into the gym more often, which is like, I love it. I, I want to be at the gym as much as I can. I just, I, I do enjoy it there. And the split allows me uh, to do that. We're not feeling beat up at all. Yeah, I might, uh, when I'm done my diet, I'm probably going to do that for a month or two. Just uh, something, high, high, but I'd only go like three days a week, but I would basically three full body days, just get the frequency up and the volume right down. Um, yeah, just for the purpose of change. I mean, that's, that's... Yeah. That's changing stuff up. That's probably my least favorite split. Is oh, three, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> the three-day full-body routine. Yeah. I can't stand it. But I do it, I say once a year, at the mm-hmm. most twice a year I'll do it. But once a year I'll throw it in, like you said, just to kind of, it, it gives you that break from the gym, uh, which I don't enjoy being away from the gym, but it just, it is. Every once in a while, I think you need it. I think it's a good idea. Um, but yeah, it's my least favorite out of all yeah. the splits. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm I'm kind of neck deep in dieting, so my volume is just it's just ridiculous. I I because I like to kind of you know I, I like to old school when I diet. I like to just bring my volume up really really high. Like I did I did 37 sets on an arm day. <laughs> mm. it, so just get in and just crank out as much, like burn as many calories and you know quality quality sets of course, but yeah. just keep my rest down, my heart rate up, and just bang through it that way. But it's so interesting because yeah. I mean, you'll hear some coaches out there say, I mean, why why do high volume? Why do isolation exercises when you're in a cut? You're not getting the most bang for your buck. You hear all these different arguments. Like, I mean, I train a lot the same when I'm cutting and when I'm – or whether I'm building. That I'm, is the dumbest argument because think I, about I it. I think so too. Because what, what do they do? Like, oh, I just train really low volume when I diet. Oh, yeah, and then what other exercise do you do? Oh, I do X amount of cardio a day. Right. Well, <laughs> well, why don't you why don't you do less cardio and do more quality work that actually you know maintains your 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 muscle volume and and your your physique and and less like life sucking calorie draining <laughs> recovery zapping cardio. Exactly. Exactly. And I do. I see some of the like the the better known coach, the good coaches out there. Um, that's exactly what the volume of training, their weight training increases as to get closer to a contest and all that Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there's that awesome video uh, uh, with Arnold. I don't know. Everyone's probably seen it. Like he's getting interviewed and he's talking about how he would, you know, push his volume so high and he, that he'd always feel kind of depleted. Yep. And just, just for that reason, those dudes never did cardio. Like maybe they'd go for the odd run, but like right. they, were, they would just do more and more weight training and you know, diet as hard as they could. Yeah, so, uh, yeah I've seen that video a few times. I, I enjoy watching that interview <laughs> yeah. over and, over. and seeing some people kind of laugh at it. Like it's called yeah. the, the, the exercises to bring out the striations and all that kind of I, stuff. <laughs> I love it. I know, it's, it's funny. I read, I read that online. Someone actually said, was laughing at his routine. Like, <laughs> what does he know? Yeah, right. Like, what, <laughs> what, right. Yeah, what does Arnold know? Yeah, what does... <laughs> Like, good Lord. Like, is that how far we've come? That people ridicule Arnold? Oh, yeah. he doesn't know what he's doing. The <laughs> like, legend. Oh, my God. Just because that, of the terminology he uses, it's not like, scientific do, enough for them or whatever. Like, bodybuilding is 80% mental, and that guy has got 100% skill there. So, yep. sorry, bro. To that. Yeah, so the cut's going well for you? 
Yeah, I dropped uh, down to uh, just around 200 pounds. So my weight hasn't changed too, too much, but uh, my waist is down to around 32. So now things are starting to look a little more respectable. So another couple weeks, and then I'll, I'll try to do six weeks where I actually really take it serious and not go not go for drinks on a Friday night and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm quietly confident. Excellent. I, yeah, I'm liking it. Very cool. Very cool. I've, I've put in my first kind of serious week of cutting this week as well. Uh, I feel ready to fully commit to this cut and see it through. I think the the nicer weather has triggered it. I'm excited to just yeah. take, take it take it up that extra little notch here and then and then enjoy the summer. But yeah, it's been a good week. Stuck to stuck to my nutrition plan. And uh, last night we went out. It's my buddy's 40th birthday. Um, so enjoyed some good Lebanese food, some red wine. And so it was kind of a, it wasn't even that big a, like a refeed, but I'd say I bumped myself up to around my maintenance level calories, which felt good. And today I'm going to be ready to crush my workout. Very good. I know. And actually probably the coolest thing that happened to me, and I think it's happened to you, is, I, I, is we're getting a, quite a few messages now uh, from dudes who are kind of kind of digging the the message we're spreading and which is just like if you're over 35 you can still get jacked and look like you lift and and look muscular and impressive and far better than most guys almost half your age or or 25 or whatever and yeah they're starting to reach out to me and they're yeah they're they're kind of on board man they're they they see the revolution they want to absolutely want to be a part of it so yeah it's yeah pretty cool. it, it's interesting i think it's i think that you tend to attract the people who are similar to where what you're going through because they're resonating with the whole process that you're going through and i know when when i was 35 and that's like i was 45 pounds fatter than i am right now and uh, just not not happy with where i was at mm-hmm. um, and i i finally made that decision to uh to change things and it was i was kind of at that crossroad where i'm like well you know i, I could just let this go uh there's other coaches out there who are not ripped all the time and they're fine i've got the knowledge i got the education and just whatever i'm just fuck it i'll stay like this forever <laughs> type thing or i can do something about this and and really strive for my my full potential here and so i made that commitment to give myself some six-pack abs for my 36th birthday and I've never looked back. That is the the best decision I've ever made. It really set me on this path. It's really when I got right back into the old school bodybuilding, lifting, and and lifestyle. And um, that's been the best decision I've ever made. And here I am, leading up to my fortieth birthday, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be forty and in way better shape than I was at thirty. Um, healthy as fuck and. Um, <laughs> Just yeah, living life to to yeah. the fullest, and but yeah, along that way, along my process, it just the other guys out there is just people who started following my training or asking coaching from me. They're in the exact same position. I think part of it is like a lot of us we kind of getting our shit together here too. Like, um, like my kids were grow, starting to grow up, so I I had a little more freedom, a little more time, and. I don't know. Life just seemed to be falling in place. And it was, it was that moment where I'm like, all right, here's my opportunity. I got to jump on it now or fall into the trap that so many other guys do when they when they get around that 40-year mark and just kind of downward spiral a bit. Say, so yeah. fuck it, throw in the towel. And it's something that I find that 
I don't know. I used to always be, you know, a little bit kind of, not self-conscious, but just kind of a, I don't know, play down what I do. Like my wife's in medical and her friends are all like 20 years of school and PhDs and doctors and all this stuff. And, and I was always like, well, I'm the, you know, I'm the, I'm the fittest guy, you know, in the corner, you know, the guy talking about training arms and stuff like that. But it's, it's something that even these, everyone's really interested in, like everyone wants to improve how they look and be more jacked and, and just be more muscular. And it's, it's, yeah, I've kind of gotten, once I've accepted, that's just, that's what I'm here for. That's my role. Um, training got a lot better and my focus got a lot better and my physique got a lot better. It's just, it's kind of growing into what you really want to be. I so. think, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It changes so much confidence. I think your leadership skills, um, everything just exudes more out of you. You see this whole stupid alpha lifestyle movement um, that's going on. And, but I think this is a lot of it. Like a lot of us guys who are focused on being jacked, building our body the best it can be. Um, I think that just that exudes the confidence. I think we, 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 I think we make better leaders out there when, when we do feel the way we do when we're kind of jacked up, <laughs> cut and jacked. So um, I think there's there's a lot to it. I, I, I've gained so much through this this process and just lifting lifting heavy shit and getting that pump on. It just it feels so good. It just feels great to get into the gym and and lifting in a way that's much smarter than because there's this movement of the younger guys out there who it, it just seems to be all about lifting heavy shit all the time. Yep. And I just all I see. I mean my my email my YouTube alerts are are filled with guys. It's like deadlift PR, deadlift PR, deadlift PR. It's all, it's all I see is deadlift stuff. I'm like, that's, that's great. And it's all this low rep stuff. I'm like, man, like, I just cares. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. That's, uh, I probably just one friends there, but, uh, who fucking cares? I mean, unless you're, I don't know, unless you start putting up a really impressive PR. I mean, it's cool. I shouldn't say that, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, if, you, if you're using this until you start pulling really high numbers, nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Again, it like once you're pulling over 600, okay, you know now you're, you know now you're kind of hanging with the big boys kind of thing. But like I don't know, I guess it's cool to challenge yourself, and 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 strength is a lot easier to measure right away versus like gains in size, which can take fuck, it can take a year just to notice anything. But I mean, I think if that's what you really want, if I want a big deadlift PR, then that's that's great, that's awesome. Build mm-hmm. your life around that, have at it. But if your reason for lifting is I want to be muscular and and feel good and look in the mirror and and have people come up to me and say wow you're in great shape and chasing a deadlift PR is not the way to do it right like it, it can help but it's not the most effective way I mean it's kind of a odds are it's not going to work mm-hmm. so I mean yeah I, I kind of got wrapped into it a little bit uh, towards the end of the summer and early fall and I think it was because I was following a lot of people who that what was their focus yeah and uh, at 155 I ended up hitting a, a 430 deadlift for three reps three good quality reps like that's, that's my that's PR is awesome it felt great um no one batted an eye <laughs> it just kind of it blended in with I uh, all right 430 whoop de doo 150 pounds yeah who cares like nothing happens but post a picture post a selfie of my abs and uh, or my guns and like People start talking about it. Oh, fuck, who cares about my 430 deadlift? And, and I mean, it felt good to to lift it, but I haven't tried to hit that 
again since because it, it was starting to take a toll on me towards the end. I think, uh, and some days I some days I feel it. I'm like, I'm strong and I start adding on weight and then I get close. I'm like ah shit, my joints, everything is just kind of telling me forget it. Just just uh, keep with the, a manageable weight that uh, you're going to stay healthy and, and live this lifestyle for a long time. Yeah, like strength training is is super cool, but for building a physique, you have to use it as a you have to use it as a tool, and uh, then it's way more effective. And, and I find you get injured a lot less too. But I mean, I'm still a big believer in strength training. Mm-hmm. I you know I, I dedicate probably a third of my training to it. But it's just man, my my reason for getting up in the morning is not my freaking <laughs> deadlift PR or you know whether I can bench four or five or, or whatever. Like I just don't care. Like Fucking flat benching does dick for my pecs and and jacks my shoulders up, so I really don't care. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there we go. There, uh, we, there we go. But it is, it's <laughs> it's exciting and it's um it's a lifestyle more than anything. Yeah. And you see guys starting when you start paying attention to what's going on in the gym and how you're feeling uh, and caring about how you look. You start caring about other things in in life too, and that's. Um, I think that's the, one of the bigger messages that we're really trying to get across, and it, it is great to be working with uh, guys like Sean Phillips, who's really, I mean, this whole over 40 movement, or he's hes referred to the um, the man in the middle, the guy between like probably 35 and 65, This it's really prime time in our life, and, and we should be thriving and, and living life to the fullest, and so many guys really struggle in that, yeah. uh, that area, so it's really... It's really great to kind of really connect with this audience. I mean, we're a part of this audience, um, but it really helps. It, it really feels great to be to reaching out to these guys and seeing these guys reach out to us and together just kind of like it's almost like a mastermind of everyone. I mean, what, what are we doing? Like, what, how can we how can we gain more out of life in this uh, this middle ground here? So it's uh, it's fun. We got lots of lots of exciting stuff in the pipeline here. The over forty fitness summit and um really trying to build a community of, of of guys who are passionate about yeah getting cut and jacked in their in their midlife but uh, just living life to the fullest as well absolutely man i mean it's yeah it's just about just being unapologetic about what you really really want and and i, and I find guys as, as they get a little bit older they, they seem to think that you know and, and i'm kind of talking without experience I don't have children yet but they kind of seem to think well you know I'm I'm those days are past I should really just exercise for fucking vitality or whatever <laughs> I don't know and you know I shouldn't worry about looking good I should just you know work you know try to be a, live a healthy lifestyle and and that's all fine and good but you can still have a fire in you to be the absolute best you can be and and devote a small percentage of your free time just to you and to something that serves you that you know that makes you a better person i think and able to serve the ones around you that much better oh it, you nailed it right there man i think that's yeah. that's exactly i think you owe it to those around you to live your life to the yeah. fullest and give the best of yourself to to everything that you're doing in, in life it really is good i think it's like at this time in my life i really start especially like my kids are growing up my son's going to be going to high school next year i start thinking like what what am i what have I done as a as a father to to kind of leave my mark on him to 
like let my legacy kind of live on and not just through him but through through everyone that i i come in contact like what do i want to be remembered as what kind of mark do i want to leave in this world and that's kind of that's stuff that you thought about a little bit when you're younger and you're all ambitious and everything but then you kind of lose sight of it you get so wrapped up in the chaos of life and now yeah. it's finally time I, I have this time to sit back reflect and think what what do i really want to do with this this I, know, I still have some. I'm only going to be 40. I still have so much of my life left. But yeah. how, what do I want to do to make the most of this and make the biggest impact on uh, on everyone around me? So, and and being my best. And I mean, I'm telling you, those those the gym sessions really they ground me, and and I think they bring the best out of me. Show me what I'm made of, and giving my best. I I think what I how I am in the gym is a reflection of what I do. And everything else in life, I'm not going to go half-ass in the gym, do some pansy-ass workout, man aerobic type session, <laughs> and just, no, fuck the little little circuit things and all. It's just bullshit. I'm gonna I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna give it everything that I got, and uh, and then also know like and also know when to how to recover and and get my rest and know when to kind of take a take a, a seat and take a knee and. Yeah. And uh, allow me to buy credit. Just it's all about just being smarter. I, I think that's yeah. it. That's the the biggest message to to guys in our our demographic here, the, the thirty five and over. That uh, we just we do. We have to be a lot smarter. When I say I, I want to give my all to my workout, it's not like forcing out reps with sloppy form. It's just it's giving everything that I got with with quality and, and just being smart about everything that I'm doing in there so I can do this for the long term. So it's more long term vision type thing as well. So you got a uh, I know you got a balance. So what do you have a, a tip of the week? I think I do. Maybe, oh, how about you? Excellent. Yeah, gonna be hitting the gym pretty soon. Looking forward to a good upper body pump workout. Um, yeah, tip of the week, I think would be I'd have Big experience this week. I talked about pre-workout supplements uh, a few times during the past few um, podcasts here, and I really started doing my research. and And I owe a big thanks to the guys at Examine.com because, like their their reference guide and their their stack guides were tremendous for me. They, they just they gather all the evidence out there and, and compile it in easy to to find um, resource. So I was looking at all the ingredients in, in pre-workout supplements and found yeah. that like most of them are meaningless, like kind of useless during, <laughs> during a pre-workout. Like the only thing that really um, helps you consuming it right before a workout would be like caffeine, maybe L-tyrosine. Um, some people would say citrulline malate maybe. But there's, a, there's a f- just a few little ingredients in there that have any kind of an impact um, for you during your workout at that time. The other ingredients can be taken throughout uh, any time throughout the day. Like beta alanine is the one reason that why I wanted to consume a pre-workout supplement. Um, and I was having a hard time just finding beta alanine. So uh, pre-workout supplements have beta alanine, I'll consume it. Then I look at the, the research and most of these pre-workout supplements don't have the dose required to to fulfill what the evidence shows that will benefit you in terms of um, muscle gain, uh, muscle endurance, um, and uh, reduce fatigue, all that kind of stuff. And uh, and a lot of these pre-workout supplements will say they have creatine in there. It's easy. Yeah. It's almost like 
the way to make their pre-workout supplement great or sound great is like, oh, we use creatine, the most proven supplement and whatever. Yeah, but if you use it in a shitty dose that's like yeah. not effective, it's pointless of even putting it in there. Um, so I just, I, I uh, it was an eye-opening experience to see what doses are effective, um, when to take uh, these doses. And um, I just, my tip of the week is just to kind of educate yourself. Don't just... Don't just look go, go on YouTube or whatever and you hear all these other young bros talking about oh the C4 is the best pre-workout ever and or or Gaspari or whatever whatever it is that they're they're consuming like why why is it the best ever is it because it tastes great is it because you enjoy that tingling sensation from the beta alanine is that why you think it's working why why is it so great like most of these guys have no idea they're just saying it's great but they don't. It's not in doses that uh, that are effective. So it really helps to do your work, do your research. And I guess my tip would be if if you're going to be taking supplements, uh, go check out examine.com. And uh, the the resource there is just uh, outstanding. Make sure that you're investing your money wisely and consuming it in doses that are going to be effective for you. Yeah, I mean. And that's yeah, you kind of that's a big pet peeve of mine, and, and at the risk of getting on a soapbox, I think especially as you get a little bit older, um, you know, you're over thirty, over thirty-five, and your life is naturally a little more stressed. Your probably sleep is a little bit more challenged. I mean, I think the last thing people want to do or is start blasting their adrenals with more and more stimulants. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just it seems like every day there's a there, there's a new pre-workout that's being pulled because it has some shitty form of methamphetamine that they banned in like 1920 that they somehow managed to sneak into this supplement and they're just shitty products all around they're just not necessary um i mean lee i think it was yeah lee haney used to say that's just borrowed energy Mm -hmm. and uh interesting you know and what does lee haney know Uh, (laughs) right you know so i mean i mean i use a tier one from citadel i think it's really good i mean but i don't always use it sometimes i just use a really big cup of coffee and a little bit of creatine. That's all I need, and I think that's all anyone really needs. Exactly. Yeah, caffeine was all I was taking previously. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Tier 1. That's a, that's yeah. a solid product. I mean, they, yeah. so they got the caffeine in it, which is effective for the pre-workout. Um, the beta-alanine and the creatine, Oh, so they got some L-tyrosine in there, so that's good for a pre-workout as well. Yeah. Uh, but the beta-alanine and the creatine, you can take that any time of day, but it's very convenient to have it in the mm-hmm. dose. So I'm, I'm taking basically all the supplements I need in one little um, yeah. serving there. So and and it's in the right doses, which is what I really really like about that. But yeah, what what a good point there. But I mean, if you're managing your lifestyle, you're getting quality sleep and recovery. You should be and and you're fueling your body with the right foods throughout the day. You should have fantastic energy and a cup of coffee should definitely do the trick before your workout sometimes you just got to start fucking lifting man i mean i don't care you know you drag your ass into the gym blah blah yeah you're tired whatever just do a few sets and then see how you feel i mean probably two-thirds of the time you'll won't even remember that you're even tired to begin with yeah sometimes you will feel like a bag of smashed asses i mean that's life but i mean that most you just most times you just need to get going and get engaged and the energy will come amen yeah i agree any tips from you for the week tips from me uh that would probably be my big tip is uh just kind of manage your your energy levels naturally uh that's yeah that's again i I just think that's really important 
as you get into your later years, I mean, because those reserves, you just, energy comes like your most, it's kind of like your time. It's like your, one of your most valuable commodities. And you have to really manage it and be a little kind of selfish with how you expend it and how you abuse it. And so that'd be my tip there. Yeah, stay away from stay away from shitty pre-workout products. <laughs> yeah. And it's everywhere you go. Like I said, there's, there's coffee shops on every corner. And, and yeah. sometimes on... On one corner, there's four coffee shops, and uh, yeah. uh, every every corner store you go to has those monster drinks front and center, and yeah, it's all over the place. Well, People it, are pounding that and their pre workouts and coffee. It's just nuts. Well, just, yeah, and just remember this: the reason they keep pimping that shit at you is that they're not allowed to sell pro hormones anymore, and there was huge margins in that, and those were shitty too. I should I should add even shittier, and. People love to buy products that they quote unquote can feel. Mm-hmm. So they so now these companies they just design these shitty stimulant like loaded full of cheap caffeine and whatever bizarre esoteric stimulants that they dug up from the vault somewhere because they know a customer will quote unquote feel it. So therefore, it must be working. And it's just exactly. and it costs them about four cents to make the shit, and they charge you know I don't know whatever sixty seventy bucks. And you buy it, and you blast your adrenals to the moon, and don't burn any fat. You just get wired. It's just yeah. shitty, shitty, low-end, trashy garbage products. Yeah, and then you sleep like shit. So then you, you need more of the shit to yeah. to make you feel better, and then you sleep like more more shit. And yeah, yeah, it's just fix your lifestyle first. And if you feel like you need all that stuff, if you need to get jacked up on caffeine all the time, your chances are you're not fueling your body or doing the right things to recover um, that you should be doing. You're a douche. If you do that, you're basically a douche. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's Sweet. <my> tip. <laughs> That's a great tip. I love it. Great way to end the show. Uh, nice quick win this week. Nice catching up with you, Brian. Uh, glad to hear the cut's going well and uh, glad to have you along this journey. It definitely uh, it helps going through a cut with uh, sharing the process with others. So, Hell yeah. Keep me on track. I'll keep you on track. Um, but let loose. Make sure you let loose at that uh, fitness summit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent, man. Well, uh, have yourself a great week. Hit Bad. some, Lift some heavy shit. Have some fun and uh, get that pump on, bro. Yeah. Stay jacked, everyone. Stay jacked. I love it. That's a great closing. <laughs> Take care.